Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to this healing conversation brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren, and today I'm talking with a very special guest, Key McGraw, who's going to offer us a healing meditation that will help us create a healing temple literally within ourselves. Let's listen to Key read one of her poems. Namaste, Loren, and thanks so much for bringing me to your special program today. I wanted to begin with a poem that... I wrote on Guam after a 40-day fast during which I had continued my daily yoga practice to such an extent that I was literally uplifted and found within myself this need, in fact, to let these poetic words come through. So it is in that offering that I bring through the words from my book entitled Songs of Sadhana, and this is the first offering, which is entitled Padmasana. The lotus blooms in her own time. I may wait patiently or impatiently. It matters not. The comfort of this world dissolves into cosmic light beyond neon, beyond halogen, beyond stellar and solar. No desire ever answered meets the brilliance of the blooming lotus. So thanks, Loren, for hearing that familiar poem to your ears one more time and for your listeners as well. Thank you, Key. I want to just mention that Key is the best yogini that I've ever had the privilege of meeting and befriending. She has studied yoga and meditation with some incredible masters, and she and her husband, Bob, own and operate the Hatha Yoga Center in Seattle, Washington. They also train yoga instructors all across the world, including Canada, Mexico, Guam, Hawaii, Peru, and Bali. He holds a doctorate in healthology, a master's in social work. She's a Reiki master, and she holds many diplomas, certificates, and awards by various leading universities and alternative health programs. He has diligently dedicated her life to the physical, mental, and spiritual well-being of humankind. So, again, welcome, Key, and thank you for being here. You're so welcome, Loren. I wanted to bring through in this offering the following meditation to further that commitment I've made to help to bring about the physical, mental, and spiritual well-being of humankind. I find that in these times of great challenge and uh, incredible technologies, such as the possibility of even doing such a recording today, that... Many people are not of the practice of spending time every day with themselves, listening to their inner voice or tending to their bodies or taking care of their mental and emotional needs. 
and instead we tend to stay really busy with taking care of a lot of business, taking care of, of course, our families and our monetary needs for providing ourselves with shelter and so forth. And as such, there's a need for us to set up a time and a space in which we can actually tend to our own deeper soul needs. And it's towards that end that I'm going to bring us into this next meditation. Now, it's true that in our busy lives, we often find no room or no space for us to participate in something that is sacred or uplifting. And so the first task is for us, of course, to carve out a time, which the listeners are now doing, and with the time that we carve out, we then need to construct uh, a place for us to do our deep healing soul work. So the place that I wish for us to establish is one in ourselves, which is what we'll be doing in the following meditation. Actually going to be constructing a temple inside, within our own heart space, and then we'll be entering into the temple and spending time in sacred ritual. Now, my hope is that listeners can build upon this in subsequent meditations. So once that temple is constructed within, they can return to the temple again and again rather quickly or easily or smoothly in almost any place where individuals are in their physical form. So that's the meditation that I'll be leading us into today. So as you're able to, having heard a little something about what's coming, um, find yourself as listeners in a comfortable and reasonably quiet and clean environment. Now, truly, there have been times that to find that, I've had to myself resort to a nearby broom closet so truly, any place can be made sacred and holy just with your intention. But see if you can find that kind of spot, even someplace in your homes or in your cars when you're not driving or uh, even at the workplace, if that's where you'll be listening to this acoustic health offering. And once you're in that particular location, uh, it can be helpful for you to light a candle there only as a point of reference, most of the work will be done within with your eyes closed. But if you are in a small dark place, it can be helpful to have a light so that when you open your eyes again, you're oriented. So now that you're in your spot for the particular meditation and perhaps the candle is lit, let yourself sit in such a way that your spine is vertical and supported. Often we choose cross-legged seated positions as we've learned to do so in the practice of physical asana. But truly for the purpose of this meditation, you could simply choose to sit upright in a straight back chair or to come into a kneeling position in whatever way you can so that that spinal length is maintained and so your breath can stay free and deep. 
Now, if at any point you find in the meditation that you start to lose your spinal awareness or the breath, staying free and deep, just refresh yourselves with that awareness of perhaps lifting up through the head a little more, lifting the sternum and rib cage. And with that, we can take that long, easy breath. Now, these components are important so that we are able to access the deeper state of awareness within the slow and deep breathing is one of the hallmarks of a steady and calm mind. And so we'll be wanting to calm and still our mind and our body so that we can take ourselves into deeper aspects of our psyches. So now that you're in your spot that you've chosen for today's listening, and you've lengthened your spine, and you found that breath, and you're calming yourself with slow and deep breathing. And we'll start from here to encounter inside that truest desire that you've had for today's practice, a desire to, with us, construct a temple of healing. And just being close to your own heart's desire in this way, let your intention in your heart join my intention in this offering as we together offer our, from our hearts the sound of Om in gratitude to the path of Hatha Yoga. Just inhale. Om. Om Shanti 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 and Staying close to that heart's intention and feeling the Shanti or peacefulness that comes from offering up gratitude to the path. We can begin along the journey that your heart has brought you here for today. And the journey is truly one in which we will go more deeply within. Feel your way inside your being to set off on a journey in which you have prepared yourself well. You've brought your long, tall spine and your free and deep breath with you. You've brought with you your truest heart's intention and desire. And those are really the only things you'll be most in need of in this following journey. And bring those with you as you feel your way to walk inside your mind's eye along a path that you can feel under your feet one in which you may experience the soft Mother Earth under your shoes. And you might even feel internally to kick off your shoes so that you can take any energy of the good Mother Earth right through your soles of your feet. And feel the way that the cool Earth enlivens your step and perhaps quickens your pace with a sense of joy and true heart's desire about to be fulfilled. 
let the walking take you further along the path and feeling as you do the cool air upon your shoulders and face, fresh air entering in with each breath you take. Feel it helping to strengthen the spine to keep you vertical and upright. And sensing in this way the light as it shines upon you on this particular path that you've constructed. You might sniff the air for particular scents of nature that help your soul know that you are on your way to someplace very special. You may hear within your inner ear the sounds of your own footsteps along the path. You may hear the natural world around you singing to you of its particular vocal quality, letting you know that you are in a place where the birds delight and where the leaves rustle in the slightest breeze and that your feet leave their own imprint and they leave, leave their own auditory signature behind with each step you take. In this way, we find that the journey moves quickly into a clearing space ahead of you along the path. And you find that as you enter into this clearing space, that your desire is to sit down in one particular spot that says to you, here, right here. And as you do find your way to sit in the sacred place that's called to you, you again re-enter yourself much as you did physically. And you find that you again realign the spine and reconnect to your deep breathing and staying close to that heart and its truest desire. In, in having done so, you find that before you in this clearing space, you now see what has constructed itself as kind of a temple door that seems to have materialized while you were again checking your spine and your breath and your intention. And you see this doorway and its door knob. And you feel to open the door. As you open the door, you find that you're in an outer chamber of the temple. And you can see that there are others who have come here as well that seem to be kind of milling about, tending to their business. And there's some business of the temple that's being tended to as well. And as such, you feel to enter beyond into the more inner sanctum. And you see yet another doorway ahead of you that leads you deeper into the inner chambers of the temple. And so you leave the business and the busyness and even the temple business behind you so that you're able to enter this more internal 
sanctuary. And as you do so, you see that there are others in here as well. However, they are in still, silent reflection. And so, knowing that this is what is to be done here, you find yourself in, again, that way of being seated and maintaining free and deep breathing. And staying close to your heart's truest desire. And in doing so, you find that the place that you are drawn to sit and be still inside the sanctum is very up close to the front of the space in which you can see there is an altar. There's a raised platform with this altar, setting it aside and holding attention to this central aspect of this innermost chamber. And you breathe and you stay with the long, tall spine with your heart's intention close upon you and you observe as at the altar there appears a priest and a priestess. They come into the space from a further back door and they enter in wearing the garments that are primarily of healing. And you can know that from the way that you feel that inside, from the way that your heart softens when you gaze upon them in their ritual ornamentation. Perhaps you experience the priest and priestess is wearing white flowing garments that are secured with gold belting and trim. And there seems to be a special awareness of their own hearts as they bow and tend to the people that are before them in this inner temple. And they touch their hearts as they do. And they seem to be breathing to the people and they seem to be looking and shining light to the people. They seem to be emanating an energy that is of itself healing. And as you find now that the gaze of the priest and priestess turns to you, you still hold the long, tall spine and the free and deep breathing with your heart still set on your truest intention. And in doing so, you feel their eyes looking not just at you, but into you and into your heart. And in doing so, you feel that their gaze has upon it a kind of benevolent light that looks right through any illusory difficulty. It looks right beyond any disease process. It looks right through any pains, whether they be physical or emotional or mental or spiritual. 
And you can feel that as they touch their heart, it amplifies the energy that comes to you through their eyes. And in rather a moment's eye glance, at once you feel within your own heart the response. And that is that the heart itself opens and quickens and you become aware that within your own heart you too have had a healing light that it had been turned down to all but rather an automatic kind of pilot light with the gaze of the priest and priestess upon you that light has now ignited further it has grown bigger it becomes a blazing light that in this instance heals you completely of any and all disturbance and in doing so you remind yourself yet again to stay with the long tall spine and the free and deep breath still keeping your heart set upon its truest desire to stay steady even as the flight is now blazing from within and in doing so you then feel that it is completed in the moment that you are here and now healed that you are here and now whole that you are here and now holy and in this way you from within open your eyes and you see in front of you now that the priest and priestess have gone and that the altar itself has gone and that this inner sanctum and the other people who were sitting in still silence have gone and you feel the way the outer chamber in which there was business going on with respect to the temple that's also gone and you look around you and instead you see the clear open space that you brought yourself to sit in and in this clear and open space you now know that this temple of healing and the priest and priestess therein and their light and the eyes that reflected the light and the heart and the way it amplified that light in their eyes you now feel the way all of that has been inside of you all along that the healing light that the healing agents that the healing instruments the healing temple have all been inside of you all along 
just waiting for you to come and to erect it in just this way. And as such, you return to an awareness of needing to keep the spine long and tall and the breath free and deep, still staying close to your heart's intention so that you can stabilize with this new awareness that you have within yourself, in your own heart of hearts, the very healing temple that you have been seeking. And now, having found it, you allow it to return into your heart of hearts, to stay sacred and safe, accessible to you at any time and place. And this is a place in which much great work can be done in the future, just as it has been done just here and now in the present. And so from within this open space, you find that you are ready to return down the path you took to get here. You open yourself up and you start again to walk down the path. And in doing so, you notice ever more that the path seems to be singing to you with the nature sounds. And you hear those particular sounds in a way that you know that they are also of your own heart's singing. You smell the scents that are surrounding you, and you know that these are the scents the perfumes, the fragrances of the divinity that, yes, is also within you. And you look around you and you see the natural world reflecting to you how your own natural space within is completely beautifully delightful. And you nearly taste the sweetness of the air from this perspective of being healed and whole and holy. And you feel upon your skin the cool earth beneath your feet and the air circulating around you, refreshing you, revitalizing you. And then you see the shoes that perhaps you'd kicked off and discarded and you know now you'll be needing them again for there's much work to be done when you return to your outer world. And so you gather the shoes back onto you until you find yourself exiting this journey and finding yourselves again back here where you began. You may then start to slow the breath consciously to take back over voluntary control of what has become an involuntary, softer meditative breath. And as you take on slow and deep breaths, you might wish to put your hands down on your lap and to press your palms down to feel yourself grounding your experience of meditating into this healing temple. Ground it right into your form, knowing that this is your temple and the holiness resides right inside you 
in your heart that it is in the holy temple of your innermost being that all healing is always done and so from the space start to open the eyes and seeing in the candlelight those aspects of your familiar surroundings that now seem a bit new perhaps a little more shiny a little more distinct and in this way you can feel the way your eyes have healed and you may sense the way your whole being has healed into this awareness that you are indeed holy and whole and healed Now from this space, consider the way things have changed since you first sat down here and lit your candle. Notice the way the body feels different as well as the mind and emotions. And sense with that further the way the spirit has grown. And so it is that we can then conclude this particular offering by offering with each other in gratitude the sound of this path of Hatha Yoga and that's the Om current and so as you're able you can inhale with me once again oh. Hari Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Let's be with that peace that's deep within. Drive upon and Namaste. That was a beautiful meditation. You're so welcome, Loren. How are you feeling now? That is luscious. I'm sure that others will feel a whole new vibration. Um, I certainly did. It's just walking and moving away from our daily problems. So that was wonderful to take a quick moment away from that. Very good. I think we're all in need of those little moments, taking little breaks, so we can replenish and resource our supplies so that we can go back out in the world anew again and again and bring with us the, the tools that we truly can have, that we do have once we are simply introduced to them and we can put our hands on them and we know how to work with them. Now, you teach a lot of students all over the nation, all over the world. Talk a little bit about your impression of people awakening. Well, fortunately, I would say there's good news afoot. It seems to me to be the case that, of course, the trendiness of Hatha Yoga has brought with it a little mixed bag of lots of um, 
lots of new yummy yoga wear and material aspects of the path. But beyond that, it's also brought truly much more of awareness of the spiritual being within. And as such, it seems to be that there are many more people that are seeking out these deeper practices beyond simply the physical asana work. Uh, people are truly desiring waking up. Now, folks need a cup of coffee to do that. Like, there's a little grogginess that still goes on with many people. And sometimes there's a desire to push that snooze alarm. But truly over time, what I'm seeing is more and more people are truly earnestly in dire need and they're not finding that their needs are getting met in other ways and so they are wanting to come to awaken to the kind of truth that we really come into contact with through meditative offerings you know, from within. So I think that there's good reason for hope in the progress and in the process. No doubt everything is unfolding just at the right time, just the way it's supposed to. Yes. It's a pretty fun and exciting time to be alive. I think that's why we chose to show up, isn't it, Loren? <laughs> that is why we chose to show up. Tell us about your Bali course and your yoga teacher training. Sure. We offer teacher trainings here in Seattle at the Hatha Yoga Center throughout the year on a, a monthly basis. Uh, we have weekend workshops that people participate in and some of the people here in Seattle choose to come with us in the deep immersion in Bali. Others find us in Bali having never met us before and coming to us from all places around the world. And then it's the case that in Bali, instead of the monthly weekend long intensive, we in fact have two entire months together with students who are able to take that kind of time. and. In that way, we deeply immerse on a day-to-day -day basis for about four hours a day into the practice of yoga, including asana, as well as pranayama and meditation. And of course, we do all the scriptural readings and focus on anatomy and all kinds of things come together in the 180 hours of direct contact that's necessary to fulfill the Yoga Alliance requirements. But the beauty of being able to practice in a deep way, immersing ourselves in Hatha Yoga in Bali, is largely due to the fact that the Balinese culture itself uh, supports us greatly in deep practices, in that the Balinese culture is Hindu and so have a great regard for meditation and for practices that help to quiet and still the mind. And uh, so it's just wonderfully supportive to be in such an environment when that's exactly what we're wanting to do is to deeply immerse ourselves and hear this, this tremendous support so that we can really do that exclusively. And uh, so we, we work with people for sometimes as long as the entire two months that we're together and we're able to watch layer upon layer of ourselves have 
the much needed personal introspection and self-examining. By the time the training is completed, not only has the student learned how, yes, to instruct yoga, but beyond that, they have had an opportunity to take a really deep look at their lives and to perhaps reprioritize uh, some of the aspects of their being so that when they're instructing yoga, they can still resource themselves with their own practice. They can understand that that's the important ongoing day-to-day need is to stay with our own practices of asana, pranayama, and meditation. If we are to be able to instruct, we must stay close to the source and continue, I'll say, to drink from this well of hatha yoga. And then from our fullness, we can pour that fullness out of us. I plan to be there in Bali with you. I look forward to it. It sounds like you are doing much work to really assist in the awakening of of humankind. That's just wonderful, Keith. Thank you for sharing your time with us today. Oh, Loren, you're so welcome. It's just a joy to work with you in all the ways that we might. And I thank you personally for opening my eyes to many new things and helping to awaken my own consciousness and attune to my higher self, the universe, God, source, you've taught me much about it. And as I've learned and gone further down into that rabbit hole, as, as we've heard, right. I have really discovered that um, you had, it just helped me identify and recognize the role that you've played. So thank you. And I want to mention that Key's poetry, yoga DVDs, and meditation CDs are all available at hathayogacenter.com. Um, some really beautiful stuff there that really will enhance your life. I encourage you to check it out. Again, thank you all, and Key, thank you. Thank you to Loren. Thanks to all of you who bothered to take the time to listen. They serve us all and serve the class. Namaste. Namaste.